Join the conversation by calling 416-870-6400. This is On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All right, 846 on a busy, busy day for a lot of people. And I know a lot of people are uh, finally finishing up their work and probably having a couple of cocktails, maybe just chilling for the first time in a long time. So good for you. Um, And if you were out there today, then you know that is the busiest, busiest shopping day of the year. 600 transactions took place today every second. That's incredible. That's a lot of a lot of money. Um, and according to the studies, we're going to be spending about a $1,500 this year, which is up for some reason. And I think that might be because a lot of people left it to the last minute. It's, it's a bit weird this year because Christmas is falling on a Monday. And if you're anything like me, you kind of got lulled into this false sense that you might have a little more time. And then you're looking at the calendar going, oh my God, it's Monday. I got to get this going. Um, but hey, you got to be careful because when you shop under under duress, you end up buying stuff that you probably wouldn't buy, which means Santa's going to leave you with a whole lot of debt. He doesn't pay it. He just brings it. Let's bring in Rabina Ahmed Haq. She's the Global News Radio financial expert. Good to have you with us. Oh, thanks for having me, Alex. All right. So this is the busiest shopping day, but I was a bit surprised to learn that we are actually spending more this year. Yeah, that's really due to the fact that the economy is doing so well. The headlines keep telling us, you know, everyone's doing well, everyone's back at work, unemployment's at the lowest it's been in close to a decade. And that just gives us this sense of security. And I don't I don't want to call it a false sense of security. The economy is doing better. I mean, we've recovered from uh, you know, the financial crisis in 2008, 2009, when many people lost their jobs, many people lost a big chunk of their savings. And we are feeling better because the stock market's been doing so well. So if you're invested um, at all in any stocks, then you're feeling good about the fact that your portfolio has been getting a nice boost year after year. So that really is contributing to the fact that people are out there spreading more holiday cheer than they have in, years, in, the, in the last few years. Right. But we also know that people in this country are spending, I mean, our personal debt is at record levels. We just keep getting the credit cards, the banks keep giving us the lines of credit, and we keep spending it. You know, that number, um, often we see the headline, Canadians are in record amounts of debt, and it's not record amounts of consumer debt. Our consumer debt is, I believe, just under $30,000. So that's credit card and line of credit debt. The most debt that we So wait a second, people are on average carrying around that much debt? Well, that's what they say the consumer debt is. So if you were to... That's a lot though, is it it not? It is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot, especially that high interest credit card debt. I'd be very very nervous if I had that much debt. Exactly. But um, when we say record amounts of debt, most of that is because of our mortgage debt. And most of that is because of people in Toronto and Vancouver who have taken monster mortgages on. So that's really what's tilting those numbers to show that we are in record amounts of debt. Um, Still not a good story, but sometimes I think it needs a bit of context to help people understand. Like if you have a mortgage that's somewhat under control, you feel confident about the fact that, you know, under even this new stress test, you would still be able to make payments. I I recommend that everyone stress test their mortgage, you know, sometime between now and the end of January, add two percentage points to whatever mortgage rate you have and see if you could pay it because interest rates are going up. So even if you're in a fixed rate, when you renew, you'll have to renew at a higher rate. So why not not just get ready for that? Um, So in that situation, people are not doing, you know, people are much more comfortable. But I mean, record amounts of debt is record amounts of debt. And um, if interest rates were to go up quickly, there would be quite a few Canadians who would find themselves in really sticky situations. And they're not helping themselves by doing a lot of shopping over the holidays and adding to that debt. No, but I think that because we've had it 
you know, interest rates low for so long. And I think hearing that the Canada, you know, the, the economy is roaring on all uh, for like all cylinders. Everyone's getting lulled into that. This is going to be great. But I've talked to a few economists and maybe you can, you know, elaborate on this. Uh, word is that, you know, GDP is going to go down. So we could be heading into a downturn and, and a significant one. Um, most. The predictions that I'm seeing are saying that next year is going to be a good for Canada's economy because we've got um, higher oil prices, we've got um, record low unemployment in the last decade, and businesses are feeling confident. And uh, what's happening south of the border is giving people a boost here with all these tax cuts that are coming in. They're looking forward to the fact that American businesses will be able to do even more business with Canadians. We do 75% of our business with America. So when sure. America does well, we do well. You know, that old sort of saying that we say they get a cold, uh, yeah. they sneeze, we get a cold. So it's uh, the opposite effect. They get a big boost in their economy. We get a nice little pat on the back, I guess. I don't know how to how to uh, give the example on the other end. Right, but um, their taxes are going down and our taxes are going up. Yeah, you know, Canada it does have high taxes. I mean, and, and it's 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 a fact of life for us. And you know, we do uh, try to understand why our taxes are as high as they are. I, I think when it comes to holiday shopping, though, because that really does speak to the consumer debt. You know, like you were saying, that high interest debt, that debt that you know the bill is going to come, and if you don't pay it in full, you're going to be paying really big interest payments. So. My best advice is if you are holiday shopping or Christmas shopping today or tomorrow or even Sunday, some people might be doing some last minute stuff Christmas Eve day, Mm -hmm. um, tally up how much you've already spent. The average Canadian is spending about $1,500 this year each. Um, I'm not saying you should spend $1,500, but just to give you kind of an idea of where people are at. Um, but if your budget was 1000 and you're getting close to, yeah. sort of, you know, 1100 start cutting some things back. Maybe return some things. You know, we, we're generous people. We go out and I'm, oh, I, I wanted to buy Alex a sweater, but I really like these pair of shoes mm. for her too. Maybe <laughs> I don't need to buy you two things. You know, like we get caught up, but sometimes we have to look at our budget before we be as generous as we want to be. Yeah, I, I, I cut it back a lot because... My priority is my my child and, and my my family, my husband. But you know, my sisters and I, I said no no gifts. A couple of years ago, we said just for the kids because I don't need anything. If I want something, I'll just save up and go out and get it. But I think if you can cut back, just saying we adults don't really need anything because by the time you're finished, you know, you've got to get your boss a gift, you've got to get your colleagues a gift, you've got to give a tip to the hairdresser, the mail guy, like. It's a lot, and it, it doesn't seem to be ending. So I've just cut it right back and said, kids only, because that's what Christmas is really for. I absolutely agree. And I think that sometimes you have to have a slightly awkward conversation. This might be too late in the game. You know, the, the, the 22nd, 23rd of December might be too late to say, hey, let's do a Kris Kringle. But for next year, and I always give this recommendation, when your credit card bill comes in in January, photocopy it. Or if it's online, just print a copy out and put it in with your Christmas decorations. So when you open that sucker up... <laughs> At the end of November, that box, mm-hmm. that's the first thing you're going to see. Not to scare you, I mean, not to take the joy out of Christmas, but just to kind of keep things in perspective, how easy it is to just slap that card down, tap it away, and get into a lot of debt. So it will at least keep your spending in perspective. But yeah, have those conversations with your other, especially those of us who are fortunate to have, you know, most things in life that we need, material things, that is. Um, have those conversations and focus on the kids. And if you've got, a, like, I know some friends who've got, like, 19 nieces and nephews. Yeah. They're doing Kris Kringles now, because how do you buy? I know. Even if you're spending twenty bucks a 
a child, that can be a lot of money for some families, but not so much for another. So you want to make sure that no one's going broke trying to make everyone happy. I know, because if you can't manage the expectations, because you end up getting almost like a hangover after Christmas. It's like a debt hangover. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I'll talk about that, how to deal with that financial hangover. It does feel like that. You know, imagine a hangover just feeling quite the regret of what you did before. So what's your advice then? Because there are going to be a lot of people who are excited going in, but coming out, they're going to go, oh, I wish I didn't spend so much. Well, you know, if you've already done the spending and you can't return anything, so it is what it is, right? So be realistic about the debt. So whatever your number is, add it up and add it to the other stuff. You know, you got debt hanging on from the summer, add that into, especially the credit card, because that is expensive to to keep on your credit card, any kind of debt. Um, And start making some plans in January, especially. Don't go out for New Year's Eve. That's another thing that's going to cost you a lot of money. It's overrated. It is overrated. It's cold. After 21, it's overrated, in my opinion, but people can still enjoy. (laughs) But... um, but and start, you know, so say your debt is, you know, $2,000 and you're thinking, how am I going to get that paid off? Because the bill is due in February. Those mid-January bills are due in February. Divide it by six weeks, whatever that number comes out to. See if at least you can start saving that much every week. If not February, maybe March, you know, just make it happen yeah. and focus on that and don't do the extra shopping. Live like a student. Remember when we were students and we just kind of, you know, had a lot of fun? We didn't have bottle service when we were students, yeah, eh? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> if you've got debt, you don't really deserve bottle service. No. That's kind of, you know, you can't be the... I used to call them the $30,000 millionaires, you know, yeah. people who didn't make much, but spent like they made Beer a lot. Your budget, champagne taste. Yeah. 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 All right. We got to let it go there. Thank you so much. Alex, thanks so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. That is Rabina Ahmed-Hawk joining us here tonight with some good tips.